Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to the Clear Money's online radio show. And today we're interviewing Steve and Denver from our partner AutoTrek and their local auto broker. And we're going to be talking about tips on buying an automobile. I'm your host, Helen Gibson, Community Relations Coordinator at Denver Community Credit Union. Denver Community is a not-for-profit financial cooperative serving the people of the city and county of Denver. If you're interested in joining our cooperative or learning more about our Clear Money program, please visit our website, denvercommunity.coop. That's denvercommunity.coop. And we have some weird feedback today. That's not uh, our interviewees, and that's not me. I think that's just Blog Talk Radio. Uh, but today our experts are Steve and Denver. Hello, guys. Hello. So before we get into the tips that you're going to provide us, uh, I know that people want to know exactly who's talking to them. So can you let us know something about AutoTrack uh, so they know why the credit union actually trusts to have you on here talking to me today? Absolutely. Thanks, Helen. Uh, this is Steve with AutoTrack, and AutoTrack has been in business since 1996. We've won numerous quality service awards uh, since then. Um, AutoTrack has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We've been voted best of the best by the Colorado Community Newspapers uh, for five of the last six years. And uh, we were last year we were voted Quality Dealer of the Year for 2009-2010 by the Colorado Independent Automobile Dealers Association. And in addition to that, we are endorsed by over 25 credit unions throughout the state of Colorado, including Denver Community Credit Union. Excellent. And I'm going to ask you, well, I'm going to ask you a lot of things, but I noted that in my uh, plan for today, I didn't ask you for your contact information at this point. And I'd really like to do that in case people don't have a chance to listen the whole way through. So can you provide that, just phone number, maybe website, whatever, if people have questions for uh, the future, what they can contact you at? Absolutely. Um, Denver Cook uh, can be reached at... 303-882-6970. That's my cell phone. I have that on all day long. Also at dcook at autotrek.com. That's my email address. Or the direct line to Autotrek is 303-934-5600. And we are located at 8297 South Park Circle in Littleton on the corner of County Line Road, Santa Fe. And you can always visit our website at www.autotrek. That's A-U-T-O. T-R-E-K dot com. Excellent. So the awards that you listed are impressive, and I can tell from my time working with you why over 25 credit unions, including us, uh, trust our members with you. But for those of us with less experience with auto brokers, what exactly does AutoTrack do for the members or for community members in the car buying process? Is it like a dealership? You mentioned a location. How does that work? Basically, we, we try to take as much pain in, out of the process as possible and make it the easiest process of buying a car as, as you can, whether it be new or used vehicles. Um, AutoTrack does keep an inventory of certified pre-owned vehicles at, at, at our location. Uh, we do all the history reports on those vehicles. We do inspect them all. Uh, if they need a windshield or tires or things like that, we take care of that. Uh, and they are all priced at or below the NADA retail value. So the members can be assured that 
they are not going to get price gouged going through AutoTrack versus going to a dealer where uh, the dealership may have those those prices of those pre-owned vehicles uh, $2,000 to a grand above what the value of the car is. So that's really not a fair deal for the member. On the new purchase program, we get um, fleet pricing, which means we're working through a fleet manager and getting a price as if you were buying three or four cars from that dealer a year. And we never had that dealer handling charge. So the minimum I'd ever save a member on a new car purchase would be uh, the dealer handling, which right now across the board, the dealerships are, are charging $4.99 mm-hmm. after a negotiated price. And that's just a, additional dealer profit for the dealers, all that is, after you go through the gauntlet of negotiations at the dealership. And we will never do that at AutoDirect. Uh, we don't negotiate on any pricing. You get the best price up front. Okay, so basically, if one of our members calls you, they talk to you, tell you what they're looking for, and then you kind of hold their hand through the whole process and make sure they get the best deal? We like to say we're arm-in-arm, yes, through the whole process. Um, And if it's a hard-to-get vehicle, whether it's a pre-owned vehicle, I can act as a broker and try to find that vehicle Mm -hmm. uh, via a, a network of dealerships that we work with, wholesalers, auction. And the same thing goes with the new car purchases. If it's a hard-to-get vehicle, we can pull cars out of other states. We can also do factory orders. Okay. So if an 18-year-old, like your nephew or something, would come to you and say, hey, I'm about to start, I'm looking into buying a car in a few months, what's the first piece of advice you would give them? Well, the first piece of advice would be to talk them out of the car they really want, which is probably a Corvette or a Mustang. <laughs> Or something like that, and and get them back down to a reality about what's their budget, how much can they spend a month, do they have a down payment, do they need a down payment, um, do they have any credit now, can they get approved, uh, and and start start digging into what kind of driving they're doing. Do they only drive to work and back, and it's a mile or two, or do they are they are they commuting 25 miles a day? Um, those types of questions we're, we're going we're gonna to consult them and figure out exactly where they need to go and guide them through the process with what type of car and also they're getting their pre-approval through the credit union if they don't have any credit. Okay. So pre-approval through the credit union, does that mean they come in and basically sit with someone ahead of time before going to shop or is that after they find the car? We can do that before we start looking for a car so the member knows exactly what what, how much they can spend. There's a couple of different ways you can do that. We can do that. Let's say that we've never met face-to-face. Members can go onto our website and fill out a credit app. We can get that application to the underwriters here at Denver Community and get mm-hmm. the approval done. Or the member, if they're in the credit union on a daily basis or twice a week, they can always stop by and talk to one of the service reps here at Denver Community and get approved that way as well. Or uh, we can find the car first if we know that there's not going to be any – if it's um, – Somebody that's not a young adult that has established credit, we can find the car first. We don't have to worry about the credit. Okay. And uh, do you have any programs for people who maybe are struggling with credit? Is there anything you can do? Absolutely. Um, Denver Community in particular has a a pastime program um, for members who may be credit challenged or who have not established any credit yet at this point. Um, and that's a, a simple program. I think the first thing, the step there is to absolutely talk to the credit union and get the approval first. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely the first step that they want to go through. 
Um, and uh, once they have attained that approval, uh, come to Autotrek, uh, and we have right now what we call first-time buyer cars, um, very nice vehicles. Uh, many of them are, are, are late model years, so they're 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, some with very low miles. And uh, then the credit union just requires a device, uh, we call it a payment reminder device, be installed in the, in the, in the vehicle. Um, and uh, that can all be financed into the loan, by the way. Mm -hmm. There's no cash up front. If they want to put a, pay, a, a down payment down, great. Um, and, uh, and then that gives some security to the credit union uh, that they've got a good loan. Uh, and the, the payment reminder device gives them also security to the credit union that they're going to pay their loan. Okay, so there's help for financing. How do I know when I find that car at, that the price is right? What do I do? What can I do as a consumer to check that? All the pricing is, is designed around the NADA retail value, uh, Mountain States Edition. Uh, at AutoTrek, we don't sell anything over retail. Uh, all of our cars are sold uh, below NADA retail. Uh, and you never want to pay over NADA retail for any type of, of car. That's that's really the the first check. Then uh, you also want to check the market on type, certain types of vehicles. Let's say um, a rear wheel drive truck, and you're in the middle of winter. The retail value on that in that on that on that NADA book really doesn't give that that the value of that car justice, especially in this market. You, that that car is going to be what we call in the market a thousand dollars soft. So what that means is that members need to be priced or buying those types of trucks that are rear-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive SUV about $1,000 back of what the retail value says on the NADA book. So, and those are that's type of information that going to AutoTrek and me being an auto broker slash consultant, I can I can give that information to the member to make sure that they know what they're getting into and know that it's a fair price. Okay, so when you said it's $1,000 soft, that means it's underpriced by NADA? Is that what you're saying? It should be priced $1,000 under the, under the NADA. Oh, under. So it's overpriced in the NADA. Yeah, if it, if you don't want to pay retail for a car that's soft. Okay. Okay, I understand. So NADA, I could probably maybe get that at the library, but if I didn't want to go to the library, do they have a website? They do have a website at NADA.com. You may have to pay for that. You can members can call me or mm -hmm. email me and VIN numbers, and I can get that information for them. Okay. Uh, the credit union has capability of getting that information as well for free. Okay, I think I've used it before, and I don't, and not the credit. I've used the credit union's one also, but I think I've gone to the website and been able to get a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, without paying, but I don't know if I use the VIN number. Right. So it's great to use the VIN number because you know it'll pull up exactly what the car is. The mistake a lot of um, members will make and consumers, they'll, they'll look, we, we call it the blue book uh, mm -hmm. across the, the board. And it, the blue book is actually a different book. It's the Kelly book. And that's not the book we want to look at because I have members call me up and they'll say, well, the Kelly blue book says this. Well, we use the NADA uh, uh, book. And the, actually, the Kelly Blue Book is actually higher than the NADA uh, book. So um, you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you were looking at the Kelly Book versus the NADA. So, again, that's, 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 that's information that you won't get from a dealer, but you will get from your buying service here at Denver Community. And also, Helen, um, uh, 
we it, there's also the Mountain States edition, which which values vehicles like SUVs um, differently than the Kelly Blue Book does because we're in a very special state here and uh, SUVs are extremely popular and real 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 drive cars are not. <laughs> I've spoken to a number of people who have taken they were in Texas and they moved here and they had a real real drive car and they basically we laugh at them. Yeah, they forgot to sell it before they moved here. Yeah, because <laughs> you can't buy those, or you can't sell those very easily here. Oh, you can't. So that Mountain States edition is the one to go to. And uh, do you know, I've always heard the same advice you're giving, that the Kelly Blue Book is not what you want to look at, that you want to look at NADA. Do you know why that is, like what happened in the past that caused that? I, I don't, Helen, but I can tell you this. Um, most uh, lending institutions will not use the Kelly book value. Okay. So, I know we don't. I know we use an ADA. So that, you know, I'm not sure um, what that's all about, but, um, you know, and like Denver said, when members are calling and saying, well, the Kelly book value is this, well, that's great, but they probably aren't going to be able to get loan value on that. Right. Okay, so after looking at the value of cars, what do you think, and we talked about rear-wheel drive uh, for a second, what do you think is a necessity for a car? Uh, do you have to have all-wheel drive? I know a lot of my uh, in-laws right now really like all-wheel drive. Is that a necessity? Not, not in this market. A lot of people think it is. I have a lot of members coming, hey, I want a small SUV for the wintertime. In mm -hmm. actual reality, uh, you know, they live in the city, uh, they're going to need that all-wheel drive maybe one one or two times a year. Okay. Um, you know, a person like myself that lives up in Conifer, you know, at, at, at 8,000 feet where, you know, I get three feet of snow a year, that's a different story. I've got to have that uh, to get to work every day. Uh, if, somebody, if somebody is a, a sales rep and they're all over the city and sometimes they're up in the mountains, well, then that is a necessity. But the front-wheel right. drive cars are – they're suitable for the conditions in, in in the metro area. Okay. And are there any other things that you find that people are always looking for? Um, a lot of members are looking for cars that are under fifteen thousand to ten thousand dollars. I can tell you in this market right now there is a shortage of used vehicles, uh, so they're kind of hard to find. Uh, we had the the cash for clunkers a couple of years ago, and that wiped out a whole fleet of those. Mm -hmm. A lot, of, a lot of, a lot of people are hanging on to the cars now because of the way the economy is. So there's not a whole lot of, uh, let's say, affordable vehicles out there under fifteen thousand, under ten thousand dollars. So patience is the virtue uh, in, in looking for a vehicle. Uh, you don't want to be backed into a corner where you have to have a car. Uh, patience is, is 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 a key to looking for a pre-owned quality vehicle. Do you see that turning around, or how long do you, until that shortage turns around? I don't see that turn around for quite some time now. Uh, the manufacturers pulled the reins back three years ago on production uh, several times before now, um, and the rental car companies aren't really turning in their cars with, with 8,000 miles on them anymore. They're turning them to 40,000 miles on them. And there's, and there's a lot of members out there that uh, – that they can't trade because they can't qualify to get a new loan. However, uh, we still can't help them with the pastime uh, program. But I don't see that changing in the market as far as um, cars. There's actually a shortage of 
of new cars as well. Uh, you can't go really to a new car dealership and look at a hundred, uh, you know, Chevy Malibus, and, and mm-hmm. they're just not there. They have ten. Wow. So, yeah, I guess that's not good news for someone who might want to use car in that range in the next few months. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can we can find them. We, we'll, we will find that car for the member. It's just you have to be patient. Okay, so I I was talking to, and I can't remember now, maybe it was Steve right before the show. We had hail in Denver yesterday. Um, I am wondering, how do you spot damage from hail? Because I would guess that's something you're going to have to look for now after all these storms we've had. And should I care about this? Like, what does hail do? Sure, you should care about it. If, if There's a couple of ways... To tell. Um, number one, I mean, the, the easiest way is obviously if it was big hail, you're going to be able to see it. No problem. If it was light hail, that's where it gets tricky uh, on, let's say, a, a white car or a silver car. If it's light hail, you you almost have had a knack for it to see it. Uh, I've had uh, I've had people trade in cars and do appraisals on cars that didn't catch the hail. Uh, you, you've got to get the light just right. And, you know, on a cloudy day, it may be harder to see. And that's one of those things where it takes an expert to see. Mm-hmm. Um, the hail we had yesterday, I think that's going to be pretty easy to see. Uh, mm-hmm. you, can, you can tell uh, if a car has had hail damage. Let's say that we do the history report on a car, and it doesn't show hail damage. And we're looking at the car, and the paint looks good on the hood of the roof, but then you start seeing these little dings on the chrome trim by the doors, and a lot of times the, the body shops will pop the hail out on the metal on the hood and the roof and the, and the trunk lid, but then they won't replace those trim. And the trim, you can, you can see the little dings on the trim. So that, that'll show that maybe this thing was in a hailstorm at one time. So why does that matter? Is it just cosmetic? It's cosmetic. That's all it is. And it should, well, and it should matter. If it's cosmetic, it should devalue the car a little bit. Not a whole lot, but okay. it should bring, again, you look at the NADA book value and say the car says, the book says it's worth 10 grand. Well, it's got a little bit of hell damage on it. Uh, it's not worth 10 grand. Now it's worth 9 grand or 9,500. Okay. So, in related to like checking on a car that you're looking at buying, I know a lot of people care a lot about safety these days. Is there a place you can go on the internet or people you can talk to about the safety rating of a car? There is, Helen. Um, I think there's some government agencies uh, that have that. Um, you know, I, I think um, uh, googling safety vehicle, you know, whatever car they're looking at, is probably the best idea. But there's also Edmunds.com, and that's E-D-M-U-N-D-S.com, and they have a lot of uh, consumer tools there. I use it a lot for my newsletters that if you purchase through AutoTrack, you'll get my newsletters. I use it for a lot of information on safety ratings, on fuel efficiency ratings, on the top 10 vehicles purchased last, last month. You know, that's a little consumer confidence there, if you will. Um, so it's a, it's a very informative website, very consumer-friendly website. Um, so there's a lot of information there. Uh, there is a ton of information on autotrack.com as well. Um, we, we try, you know, as, as a broker and as a partner of the credit unions, we try to put as much information out there as we can. 
as far as uh, new vehicle reviews. Um, so if, if somebody's looking for um, that, that whatever vehicle they may be looking for, they're welcome to visit autotrek.com as well. Um, there's a wealth of information on there too. Excellent. So this is it's kind of similar, but I want to know if you're looking at cars, you've maybe gone to admins.com, but now you're actually looking at a specific car. What are good questions to ask when you're at that point? Like, should I ask for a vehicle history? Is this a, is there an inspection report that I want to see? Uh, history report number one. Uh, and you can use Carfax or AutoCheck. It's all the same information. And, uh, it, and while we're on that subject, uh, the commercials for Carfax are kind of misleading a little bit. Mm -hmm. They kind of make them sound like that all the service records are there, and that's really not the case. What it's going to show you is where the car was born, uh, where was it purchased first, um, Texas. Uh, it's going to also show how many owners it's had based off the registration. If there's been an accident, um, reported, uh, and the police showed up, uh, it'll, re it'll report on there. If there was an accident and the police didn't show up, it may not even show on there. Okay. It's not the end-all, be-all, but it's the best we've got, so you want to ask for that first. You want to ask about the, the, the certification. Certification can mean anything the dealer wants it to mean, so you want to have the dealer define what the certification is. Uh, does the vehicle come with a warranty? Uh, does it come with uh, a, a return policy or an exchange policy? Um, do you have, what work have you done to the vehicle in your certification? Can I see those bills? Those are all good questions to ask. And we, we have all that at AutoTrek as well with all of our vehicles. So should I get the extended warranty? You might be a little bit biased on this, but I thought I'd ask anyway. I, I buy them when, when, when my cars qualify for them. Uh, every situation is different. Mm -hmm. Really, the, the 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 person that really needs that warranty is someone that's on a budget. So what I mean when I say that is, the car is going to break. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, you're going to have your alternator is going to go out, starter is going to go out, a power window motor is going to go out. If you're on a tight budget, it sure is easier to come up with twenty dollars a month paying for that warranty than when that alternator goes out and it's five hundred dollars to figure out how you're going to pay for the mm -hmm. five hundred bucks. Uh, you just have to figure out in your mind, how am I going to pay for my, my, my breakdowns? Because you're going to have them. Mm -hmm. so am I going to use a credit card? Uh, am I going to save up for it, cash? Or am I going to put it in the loan contract with, um, uh, with warrant, the warranty in the loan contract and pay 20 extra bucks a month? Okay. That makes sense. So if I choose a car and I have it and I'm – pretty sure I want it. Can I go ahead and have that inspected by my mechanic? Is that frowned upon at all? Or? Oh, no. If, if, if a dealer will not let you have that inspected by independent dealer, uh, then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really bad sign. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, in, 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 if, if, if members out there, have, find, let's say they find a vehicle that's from a private seller, you know, AutoTrek can help with that. We, we do have... Uh, a, a, a company that will inspect the car for the members, for fee, for fee obviously. But oh yeah, it, it, you, you should have you should have uh, your car inspected every time. Do you know how much that costs? That can range. Uh, you can get a 27 point safety inspection that's 30 bucks. You can get a uh, you can get another inspection that checks 
200 items, that's 150 bucks. Uh, you can get the full meal deal and pay 300 bucks. So it just it just depends on what you, you want to inspect. Let's say I'm like on five thousand. with any amount I want online or in a branch. It's valid wherever Visa PIN-based transactions are accepted, and if she loses it, we can replace it unlike cash. Ask a Denver community representative how you can get a stored value card. Hi, Ellen. Hey, sorry about that. I hope we didn't lose any listeners through that. We are back online. I have no idea what cut off. It wasn't our phone system. <laughs> but uh, welcome back, gentlemen, and... We were just talking about getting the car inspected, and you answered probably, oh, anywhere from 30 to 300, depending on what you want, correct? Correct. Okay. Well, here's my question that I often have, and if someone hadn't bought a car before, I'm sure they have the same question. You get the car, you bring it home, and you regret your decision. What are your options? Buyer's remorse. Everybody uh-huh. else. <laughs> I get that too. <laughs> well, uh, it just depends on where the de- the dealer is you you purchase it from. AutoTrack, you have an exchange policy. You can exchange it. Let's say you came down and drove six cars, and you bought that car and you fell in love with it and took it home and you weren't in love with it. Well, you can bring that car back and and say, you know, I I, I want the Honda Civic instead. No problem. Every dealership's different. Uh, most of your retail dealers out there. They're going to hold your feet to the fire, and uh, they're not going to let you return the vehicle. Don't get me wrong. There are some dealers out there that will do that, though. Okay. Not very many. And uh, will any dealers let you borrow it overnight? Is that a good idea before you buy it? Most won't because of the insurance. Okay. Okay. Um, with that, Helen, you know, with AutoTrek, and, and not to toot our own horn, horn but – we do offer home or office test drives um, so that if the, the spouse needs to see the vehicle or something like that, uh, we can take it to their house. And, and not too many places will offer that. They'll tell, them, tell you to get, get them down there to take a look at it or something like that. So it's just an added benefit that we offer. Okay, that's pretty cool. Now, what scams are there out there? Is there anything that I should be on the lookout for as far as fraud or just, you know, Shady dealing? Not not as long as you follow all the things we've talked about today. You know the history report, asking about what the certification is. Um, you know all, all those things. If you follow, if you if you if you do those things, you don't really have to worry about about anything. Um, if they don't want to show you the history report, you know, run. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there, really, there's a lot of people brought up have been bringing up. Uh, Flood damage, and I don't know where really where that came from, because you really can't hide 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 flood damage. You basically have to get the car and steam clean the car and replace the, the whole entire mm-hmm. inner innards of the vehicle. But really, uh, I don't know of any any kind of any kind of scams or anything going on out there as long as you just follow the rules of looking at the book and asking a lot of questions. Okay. Um, is there? I know that you said earlier that with AutoTrack you're going to give them the best price right away that there's not really the negotiation stuff. Correct. Oh, yeah, we, we have 90 seconds left. <laughs> Correct. We don't negotiate any, any pricing. All of our, our pricing is, 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 is the non-negotiable price. 
um, at or below the NADA retail value, and, and again, fleet pricing on our new cars, and never we never had that 499 dealer handling charge. And with that, with that, Helen, you know, it, it, we've always felt that one person should get a better deal than another person just because of their negotiating skills. Fantastic. Well, gentlemen, we are down to the last minute, so I want to give you a second to give your contact information again. Uh, this is Denver Cook, and I can be reached at 303-882-6970. That's my cell phone. Or you can email me at dcook at autotrek.com, and we are located at 8297 South Park Circle in Littleton, and that's on the corner of County Line Road in Santa Fe. And as always, you can reach us out via our website at www.autotrek, that's A-U-T-O-T-R-E-K.com, and you can also send general info, general emails to info at autotrek.com. Well, thank you, gentlemen, and thank you to our listeners, and I hope you found something valuable today. We appreciate your time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. She's got a radio voice.